So yeah, didn't yeah. win the Powerball. So here we are. What is it like seven? Uh, it's like six hundred. Well, the, the Powerball is like six mil, six hundred okay. mil. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Mega Millions is like seven fifty. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, nope, didn't hit. I'm not even greedy. Like I, I don't even necessarily need like the jackpot. Like I just want to like match like five numbers and just go like, pull a mil. Yeah, that's fine. That's all you need. Or it's like, or it's like four numbers or five numbers or four numbers in the the special one you get like two mil or something that's yeah. fine yeah no, that's i'm fine. down with that <laughs> well i mean you'll only get like like 72 percent of that but it's fine I yeah but then <coughs> excuse me but then like you don't have like everybody that's on like facebook like hunting you down asking you for like donations <laughs> yeah that too it's like well that's I, why you don't tell anybody like at all you don't tell anyone whatsoever yeah and then you gotta Gotta like hire somebody to like be like your witness protection program. Your person that like goes and like picks it up for you and like yep. signs for you to name. It's just gnarly stuff. Gnarly, gnarly stuff. It was that lady that was on the news. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, this is where I live. like the morning of. <laughs> yes. I won. I'm the luckiest person ever. I I find though they're they're like they're either like 90, 90 year old like women. Or, like, some young douche nozzle. <laughs> Either or, man. Either who, or. Who, you, who turns out, like, they, like, lose it, like, all, like, within, like, the first year. Because they just are yeah. completely stupid. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> first thing you do when you win the Mega Millions is you get an accountant and a lawyer. <laughs> Play yeah, your cards from like, there. <laughs> probably in that order. It's like, you're going to work for me for the rest of your life, and you're going to work for me for the rest of your life. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> just... So they're covered on all bases. You you take care of me. I'm going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I you wonder if I had 700 million, would I still do the podcast? I think so. I like the podcast. Okay. Wouldn't do the podcast keep, if I didn't keep, like the podcast. I mean, yeah, it's not like we... It's not like our income that's... I have a whole <laughs> lot of... I'll have a whole lot of free time. Because, like, I probably won't go to work for a while. Yeah, probably. Mark's on vacation. Forever. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> We'll let you know. <laughs> I'll keep having my content, my people, call your people. Anyway, that, I, that I paid. We have a program for you today. Myself and Anthony. No Dave today. Dave's out uh, out and about in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be back soon. Mm-hmm. Someday. Yep. And with that being said, on to some news. Heavy Metal Headlines. News time. Time for news. We have we, we get like one of those like beep 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 beep. I think Jay used to do that, right? He used to do the beeps. Oh, <laughs> yes. All right. So we got three lined up. Um, two of them are, are heavy. Well, one's very heavy, but I 
not gonna go into super detail on it, but I'll, I'll do that last. Uh, let's start with some hate mail. That's not towards us. Damn it. Nope, not yet. But uh, Machine Head's Rob Flynn is ready to unleash hell on internet bullies, trolls, and edgelords. So, the article from oh, Hammer, um, Metal Hammer, technically, essentially, it kind of started with an Instagram post that uh, kind of tags some comments that were made to him directly. I guess these are his DMs. Uh, and I'll just read verbatim here. Uh, one is Rob Flynn. You're such a puke. I hope your kids get cancer. Uh, second Jesus. one here is you should vomit on your mom's face for giving birth to your sorry ass Rob. Ugh. Uh, die faggot bitch. And then go fuck yourself, you piece of no talent shit pussy. I disagree with that one. I feel like, I actually feel like Rob Flynn is very talented. Yeah, I mean, he's good. Yeah. I mean, he's fine. I mean, he's a machine head. He's been with them for whatever. <laughs> little aggressive, I would say. By little, I mean a lot. You know, it's funny because he kind of, to, to go along with the Instagram he posted, he pretty much was pointing out that those are the DMs that he got today, and he said that he's literally dealt with this for 30 years. Which, I mean, I suppose any famous musician... That's how you know you made it, man. You start getting hate mail. So it's just, it's interesting... That after all this time, it's been whatever, but now he wants to, like, get out there and yell at him, I guess. Um, essentially, going through it, it's pretty much just saying that, um, kind of his little, I read verbatim slightly of, of the comment, or his post, I should say. Uh, he says, don't agree with my politics, go ahead and unfollow, zero fucks given. Um, don't like the things I have to say on my personal Instagram account? Unfollow. I'm not here to please you or give you some watered-down version of what you think somebody in metal in a metal band should be. I said I've been a public figure for most of my adult life. I'm used to people threatening me. I had over a thousand death threats after the racism in metal video. I still get those threats at least twice a week. I accept it for what it is. He said, but the second people start threatening my wife and my kids, you cross the line. A line I will never accept. Don't believe me? Fucking bring it. It is pretty shitty. No, I mean, it's not a good thing by any <laughs> means, like, obviously. And very unnecessary. It's extremely unnecessary. I feel like it's like such an easy lesson that I don't feel like, like anybody like understands right now. It's like if you don't like something that somebody posts... <clears throat> You just don't look at it. Yes. You move along with I your day. Don't. You don't. You don't like somebody's point of view. You move along with your day. You don't like their <laughs> stuff. You move along with your day. <laughs> like I don't. Strange. I don't go to like country music forums and like say, "Oh man, your music is terrible." Blah blah blah. Right. I just don't go there. I move <laughs> just, on with my day. Just avoid. <laughs> like, you just avoid it, man. Like I don't purposely find things that I hate just to like call them out on. It's almost like people like felt like they were like wronged by Machine Head and like it's like oh. This guy, like, ruined my life because, like, I thought this about him at first, and now I have to think this about him at first, and now everybody else hates him, too, so now I have to hate him, and I'm going to say something horrible, like, I hope your kids get cancer. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> it's just, it seems a little strange. Hope you get five stages of ball cancer. How about that? Ball cancer? Like, right back at you. Ugh. Fucking, yeah, exactly. That sounds horrible. It's just, it's just, I mean, it's not fun. It's not necessary. Any way, shape, or form. Makes you wonder. I wonder how I would. <laughs> I wonder how I would handle that. 
you know, it's it's one of those. I feel like it's one. Unfortunately, it's one of those things where it's gonna happen regardless. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like that's just how it works. Unfortunately, maybe it's like just tougher because like now, like even if like you did respond like that, you it's always the second person they get. Like the first person that picks to fight, perfectly fine. But the second person that retaliates, that's mm-hmm. the guy that gets fucked. Yep, yep pretty much. <laughs> so it'd be like my fault. And then... <clears throat> so essentially, from I'd go viral like the trap guy. Good luck with that. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, don't fuck with Rob Flynn. Edgelords. Mm-hmm. Still trying to figure that one out. Edgelords. Did you Google what Edgelord was? Whiz? No, you see, I'm not that kind of person either, because, like, it takes all the fun of ad- out of having, like, an argument or discussion if you just Google it. It's like, oh, I think this yes, is what it means. No. I think I think this, I think this, I think this. So it's like, well, actually, I think this. And then, like, some, di- some douchebag is like, I'm just going to Google it. That, that douchebag is my wife. Where's the all she fun does. in that? That's all she does. So yeah. No, it's kind of like it's kind of like driving with like a GPS on all the time. Like your brain never clicks as to where you're going because you never have to actually learn it because something right. is telling you where to go. Mm-hmm. If you Google everything, you never actually learn the information. You just have it at your fingertips, available to you if you need it. It's like it's just a. And then, like, there you go. There's your answer. But your brain doesn't have to register it anymore, so it's making us all stupid. Yeah. Marcus from Heavy Metal vs. Six-Pack <laughs> against Google. Although I've learned a few things from Google, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, when, I was, when You know, like, construction-wise, like, how do you do this? How do you wire this? Good old YouTube builders. Where are my pants? You know, anything like that, you usually can find it. <laughs> Hit Lexa. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my pants? Could you find my pants? Uh, second, we're going to talk about punk music from Loudwire. I love punk music from Loudwire. I keep losing my mouse. So, uh, NoFX recruit Avenged Sevenfold for the new song Linoleum. And I didn't say that wrong. Linoleum. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, uh, the NoFX... Punk Legends have just announced their fourteenth studio album called Single Album, <laughs> and released it its first single, Linoleum, dedicated to hundreds of bands who have covered the classic Linoleum over the years. The new song features a lead from A7X, who also appeared in the official music video alongside August Burns Red, Tony Sly, Frank Turner, and others. Okay. There's a plethora of everyone. So it was like the guitarist from Avenged Sevenfold. That's why, like, the vocalist, so when we were listening to it, it was still, like, no effects. Well, it does say, um... Lead. Oh, yeah, lead. So, yeah, maybe A7X, yeah? Yeah, yeah so, um... Yeah, there you go. Sin- uh, sinister. Uh, single album was initially Don't mind those guys. We're just settling a uh, confusion. A <laughs> single album was initially supposed to be a double album. But frontman Fat Mike bailed on the idea partway through the writing process. Thanks, Mike. Quote, when you write a double album, you write differently. Mike says, I was writing really different songs and some fun songs. Be able to make a double album interesting enough to listen to the whole way, whole thing. Uh, I wanted to make a perfect double album, and I didn't accomplish that. So I decided to just do a make a, make a single album, hence the title. Thanks, right. Mike. Yeah. Amen, brother. Dude, and like, we've had that conversation a few amen. times. Amen. Yeah, we don't have to revisit. Listen to past episodes. 
so yeah, essentially, uh, if you ever watch the, the music video itself, it's pretty interesting because they actually name and show video of at least a hundred cover tribute bands that have covered linoleum. As far as I'm aware, our cover band has never actually had it on video before, so we did not nope, make the no, cut. No, we were not on there, but I was actually curious, because that'd be interesting. <laughs> Who the fuck said this thing? Uh, so it's neat. It's, it's, it's funny. It's exactly what you would expect from them. So, yeah. Check it out. It's cool. You can add that to the list of like things to look forward to in 2021. You know okay. effects. Yes! <laughs> Uh, lastly, all right, this is a big one. Yep, it's it is a lot to it. I'm I'm just gonna kind of give the the general sense of what I've gathered out of it. Um, but it starts off well. I won't read this title yet, but essentially, Tommy Vex of Bad Wolves is no longer in Bad Wolves. For a little while, there wasn't any reason why, because that's usually the case when it first happens. Uh, but then this uh, from Loudwire came out. Saying, Tommy Vex launches a $100,000 GoFundMe for solo project. And then says, smear campaigns were launched to destroy his career. So, that's a thing, I guess. Um, essentially, he kind of goes in, more or less kind of thanking everybody about leaving. And then there's a lot of political talk. Because ever since COVID hit, he's been posting a lot of political stuff. His thoughts, his views, which... It's freedom of speech, you can do that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but essentially, it kind of boiled down to... The record label didn't want that or like that. And I guess they've dropped people before because of it. Um, so essentially, that's... How that happened. Um, I mean, he, he's been pretty good-hearted about the whole thing and, and whatnot. Um, so that's... Let that sink in to start. Like Anthony was saying, like he's not gonna get like too far into like too many details. It would be very hard to get to get not political <clears throat> to like bring up the stuff. That's that why said. I'm. I'm yeah. But it's pretty much like the things that have been like very vocal for the last. Mm -hmm. We'll say I don't know. We'll just call it twelve months. We'll round it up. The last twelve months are, are certain things and certain organizations have been <clears throat> very vocal that he doesn't necessarily agree with, and he said so. And God forbid. And now cancel culture has <laughs> <is> taken over. <laughs> uh, so evidently over the past year, he's recorded 37 songs by himself. Uh, due to COVID, there was no way for the band to get together and work on an actual record. Uh, so he uh, says here, I worked feverishly in the studio with different artists, pro uh, artists, producers, and songwriters. And after 37 songs were completed, it was very clear that I had to become a solo artist. Uh, I believe, if I'm correct, the ones in here working with are actually the same people who wrote most of the Bad Wolf stuff as well. Um, I think Zombie was, was one of the songs that uh, he put up. But uh, essentially, he um, he wants to start the go or he's starting the GoFundMe page mostly because he needs to finish paying for the studio. So what happened is that, um, it says here, I have a massive studio bill that was supposed to be covered by an advance from the record label that he no longer has. So that seems to be where the... So like the record is. label was cut, like, to cover his solo stuff? Or start, at least, covering? It was supposed to just cover the studio bill in general, just the use of the studio. Okay. Yeah. 
but because they're no longer there. Uh, it's like, Jesus Christ, like... I, I remember reading, like, I did read into the details on, like, on this one, and, like, I saw, like, what he spoke out against, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. get, like, it, I don't want to say it, like, that, that's, like we'll, we'll link the article, like, go read it, and, <laughs> and when you do read it, I just want you to know my reaction isn't because I'm necessarily against anybody's opinions or like whatnot but it's the reaction against the reaction to these people <laughs> mm-hmm. and when i say these people i mean these people that are in like, said people circles people circles. and it's just it's really tough it's really hard and i don't like the sensiness of everything in the world and bad wolves correct me if i'm wrong was were in the middle of working on a freaking album yeah. or they just put out an album yeah, it's like year. the majority of his stuff, like, mm-hmm. or he claims at least, like, mm-hmm. it's like eighty. I think I saw like eighty, ninety percent of the album was supposedly his writing. Yep, kind of a thing. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, I can't, I can't do it. This cancel culture crap sucks. It's yeah, it's. That's why if you actually ever did like look up like my personal pages, you're not gonna find shit about anything. Mm-hmm. Like, because what could I say to you people that is not gonna offend? Some exactly. other people. Exactly. Like, it's like, I can say good morning. It's like, mornings are for evil. <laughs> yeah. Well, have a pleasant evening. You know that you know the night's full of evil lords. It's like, what, what am I supposed to celebrate? I'm just trying to wake up and go to bed. Like, what wake the up fuck? and go to bed. Like, uh, oh. That's, that's nice. Breaking news. That's, that's creepy. <laughs> I found eight holiday songs in the style of ghosts. Thanks, random pop up. Ghosts of Christmas Past. Uh, I think I think uh, speaking of the dark side, I think Anthony is like uh, converted. Converted. In joining that cult, that is the ghost. Ghost. <laughs> I don't mind some of those. I actually kind of like Square Hammer. Oh, Square Hammer is a great song. Like it's catchy. Like it's super catchy. Complete knockoff of the police, but it's a great song. <laughs> dude, dude, yes. <laughs> yeah, like, the th- side by side, that. side by um, side. Actually, I put it on my uh, my Halloween playlist for work because it fits, I guess. Yeah. It's cool. No, they got some good stuff. They're just creepy. <laughs> and they're not anything like they look, or sound anything like they look. Mm. Uh, but yeah, anyways, it's it's pretty much kind of what's going down at the situation. I mean, you can obviously go onto a shit. This whole thing is actually in video form. I believe this was transcripted from that. So he'll discuss his stuff and, and whatnot. So, um, again, I, I avoided touching the political aspects because it's not what we do here. Mm. It's, it's in bad taste for us to, to go into that road, and it's not why you guys listen to us. So, uh, we admit, technically, I, I want to touch upon it because of the music aspect of it. Right. Goes back to the thing. Can you can you separate the artist from the artist's actions? And he didn't even, like, hurt anybody. He didn't hurt anybody. Like, we're not talking about, like, somebody trying to, like, kill his wife. With, like, a a Target hitman. Like, Target the store style hitman. This is very specific and pointed at someone. (laughs) A few, actually. Department store hitman. Department store hitman? Does a guy in Lowe's with a hammer? Like, how does that work? It's in uh, aisle. Just got a sander? One F. You know, every time I go into Home Depot, because I can never find anybody, I just look up 
on my phone on their website and it tells you where it is. Oh my god. You because you know what? If you ask them, they do the same thing. They have no idea. <laughs> well, that they actually look it up on the website. You want, like, oh, A7. The only superpower four. they have if you're in like one of the stores, like, say, Keene, New Hampshire, where they have 0.0 bars of service, <laughs> like, they have the secret to the uh, to the Wi-Fi. Yeah. That's only, like, only to them because uh-huh. they freaking need it because yeah. they have no idea. You could ask them where the batteries are. You could be standing right next to them, and they would still look it up. <laughs> That sounds weird. <laughs> and then they look up from their phone and they look around and it's like, oh, they're right here. You're welcome. <laughs> it's like, thanks, pal. Thanks. This is why they pay you. Oh my god. We're talking about useless human beings, useless circles of people. Yeah, I've had bad, bad times at the Home Depot, Depot and Lowe's part-time crew. <sighs> I'll give them credit for like maybe like a half a dozen people, like a half a dozen yeah, people in each store, like know their shit. Yeah, but then but there's then a few then. The 90 other people that work there, because they're everywhere. They're like little fucking cockroaches. <laughs> Useless, brainless cockroaches. Uh, you can tell we've been there in our quarantine. <laughs> a lot. More than we should have. It's like anyway. the, pro- the problem is with this area, we have like nowhere else to go. Yeah, it's, it's like, where do I go? Home Depot. Like, uh-huh. it's like, go to fucking Beltates. <laughs> Beltates has like one out of every twenty items that you need. You have a twenty list, a twenty item list you of stuff you need. You can get maybe maybe two, one or two. The other eighteen, you're out of luck. We can order that for you. Sevlin is that like you're looking for a specific thing, but they only have like either something that's slightly useful, that's kind of like the thing you want, but it's and not then, quite there. And then there's something that's either like way too big, but it's exactly what you need, or it's like not what you're looking for. Not not to digress too far into this, but I think we've already dug this the, the other the other uh, the other Home Depot magic trick, trick that I absolutely love. If there's if I if I go to Home Depot for like one specific item, I've actually learned you got to look it up online <laughs> to make sure it says in stock. Yeah, if it, it only sure says one, you're probably not gonna get there, but or it's gonna be missing, or they're not gonna even have any idea where to find it. But let's just say, just to throw a round number, let's just say I need a three eighths bolt. A three-eighths inch bolt. You'll go to the aisle, you'll see quarter, you'll see five-sixteenths, you'll see seven-sixteenths, <laughs> and there'll be an empty box right there that's a three-eighths yep. inch bolt that you need. Yep. With little middle finger emojis popping out. Boop, 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 boop. Yep. And it's like mother fucking... So, one more digress about Home Depot since we're talking about it. <laughs> I needed a screen door, okay? Went to the screen door section. Found the one that we wanted because they have like display ones, you know. But all the ones are like behind it that you actually buy. So they didn't have any of the one we wanted. So went on Home Depot. They had one in stock for pickup. In an hour. So you know what I did is I ordered it online. Ordered online and good. And I went and got dinner across the street. Yep. And then I came back and picked it up <laughs> because they didn't have it in stock there. But for some reason, for a pickup, you can have it. I don't know. That's actually kind of funny. I did that at, like, Dick's Sporting Goods, yeah. like, over Christmas, like, for my son. I was, like, I, I found a paintball marker that okay. I wanted to pick up. I couldn't find it anywhere in store, but they said one in stock, so I just ordered it online, and I just waited out in the parking lot until it was ready. Like, within, like, ten minutes, they're like, your order's ready for pickup. It's like, cool. Over. I'm it's... in the men's section. I've been here for an hour. <laughs> Pretty much. Anyway, we digressed. Off we go. Heavy Metal Opera 6 Pack presents Look Ahead for the Upcoming Year. 
All right, so as much as we make fun of uh, 2020, one of the good things that did happen in 2020 was like a lot of uh, a lot of stuff got canceled, and a lot of people were like sitting around. And when we say a lot of people are sitting around, we mean a lot of musicians and a lot of big musicians were like sitting around. So one of the things we like to do every single year is give you kind of like a heads up and like maybe like a look ahead of like things that are going to be cool coming up in like the next 12 months. And the cool thing about like a whole bunch of cool artists like sitting around is they're all sitting around in like really fancy studios writing shit and recording stuff. Mm -hmm. So what that means is there's actually a plethora of releases. Or possible releases. Mostly reliable, hopefully, releases. <laughs> um, um, I actually found, to start it, I think, is I actually have the, the fan poll of the five most anticipated album releases of 2021. Okay. Before we get to the big number ones or the thousand different ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so, let's see. I compiled a list of 60, which we will be discussing, but... Uh, we asked you to let us know your number one most anticipated release across social media. You express your excitement for new music from a host of different bands and artists. Uh, Tomahawk, A7X, uh, Jerry Cantrell, Poppy, Death Haven, Wolfgang, Van Halen's Project, Mammoth V, um, Mammoth WVH. Um, but essentially, five bands rose to the four. Um, four? Front, I guess. It sounds weird to say rose to the four because it's five to the four. Uh, so, this is our top five contenders. Our number five is actually the Architects. Okay. Because I think you... Cult following, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, and good band. They're redefining the genre. Even though I feel like... They're really not. They think that they... <laughs> I believe these are the guys that created the, that bleh thing, right? Isn't that what they kind of started? The, well... The metal bleh. Yeah, here's the thing about redefining the genre. I think they're redefining the, or redefining their own genre and just like falling into line with the <clears> patterns, unfortunately. But I haven't heard the whole album yet. I've only heard a single. So the upcoming LP... Which uh, I gave an award, by is, the way. You did. So, Which is quoted, uh, For those that wish to exist, which is coming out February 26th, um, 15 tracks spanning an hour long. Um, and three big-time guest vocalists, Parkway Drive's Winston McCall, Royal Blood's Mike Kerr, and Biffy Clyro's Simon Neal. Well, good thing she's on it. Or he's on it. Parkway Drive. I like Winston McCall. So. Uh, number four is Evanescence. So, I mean... Eh, okay. Yeah. We'll see. Well, The Bitter Truth is set for March 26th. Uh, featuring 12 tracks. It'll be interesting. I believe they have a whole new... Um, there's more guest appearance on this album, also uh, by Body Count and Bring Me the Horizon. Body oh, Count. Yeah. Ice, ice tea. Yeah. Weird, right? It's... Uh, this is... <laughs> Evanescence is a tough one for me because, like, you know, like, Amy Lee, very, 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 very talented woman. But, like, the overall, it's just, like, they just don't do anything for me. It'd be interesting. To like, other than, their, like, their biggest hit, like, of their, like, their existence. Body and Immortal like, album was, and was she decent, hates it. but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have a whole new crew, so let's see what comes out of it. And number three is Megadeth, which, now that, uh... Look at that picture, dude. He yeah. looks like he's already fucking dead. 
It's the beard, man. He looks weird with a beard. Like, they, they dug but him it, up. But it, cover, it covers the lip curl with the beard, so that helps a little bit. Yeah, he's covering the facial wrinkles because his fucking face is probably sagging <laughs> off because he's, like, 78 years old. Hey, that man had cancer. Don't forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget about that. I can't make fun of people if you're going to tell me. Okay. So, sorry. Um, which he did. He sorry, did Dave. beat. He did beat. So, uh, he was writing songs in the middle of chemo in the late, uh, late of 2019. Let's see. Yeah, they did tour with Lemon God as well. I forget about that. Uh, their 16th album, which is two more than Trapped has. Don't ever forget that. <laughs> uh, uh, tentatively titled The Sick and Dying and the Dead. Mustaine has been quoted comparing it to Rust in Peace. So that could be something. But I honestly, I can't believe for I really can't believe that Dave Mustaine is still going. Because, like, with... With his history of health problems, like even like years and years ago, like he was yeah. starting to experience like carpal tunnel. Mm-hmm. He had a stretch where like he was he couldn't practice like in between like actual gigs. Like he had to just go to the gig, play, and then he would like pretty much like sit in a bathtub of ice cubes. Uh, number two was Mastodon. Uh, they were celebrating their twenty years as a band uh, last year when they did their uh, ex- excellent rarities compilation, medium rarities stuck at home. Uh, the band used their time to work on the follow-up to their 2017's momentous concept record, The Emperor of Sand. Um, in August, drummer, vocalist, songwriter Brian Daler told Revolver that they, quote-unquote, too much material, but that's a good problem to have. The new stuff, to me, it's all over the place, he said. It just sounds like us. It sounds like a Mastodon record. I've never been into Mastodon. Never I was got just about to ask you, what are, what are your feelings on Mastodon? Like, they're, they're just odd for me. It's one of the, they're one of the ones that, like, they have the following. They're, they're talented in what they do, but they're just not my taste in music. Sure, I get that. Their cover of Stairway to Heaven is pretty decent. And their, their ZZ Top cover is pretty good as well. I have an idea who's number one on this list without actually seeing it first, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait because I, I, I'll have follow-up I think questions should, on number one. I think one. you should take your guess. Is it Gojira? It is Gojira. It is Gojira. Um, these guys, they're always in the top of someone's list. I don't get this one either. Like, what is... I mean, they're neat-ish. But what is, like, overall so great about Gojira? Like, it's... Um, it's let's just, see. I, the, I believe they released a single known as Another World. Um... Discussing the song, frontman Joe Duplantier uh, quoted, It is with an iron will that we will embark on the most daring of all endeavors to meet the shadowy future without fear and conquering the unknown. Whatever the future holds, we will 2021, I'm sorry, we know 2021 will at least bring a long-awaited follow-up to their 2016 sweeping magma. It's your hands down pick for the most anticipated album. So, yeah, I don't. Somebody would have to email me and like explain to me like the uh, the whole the whole Gojira like fascination. I mean, because, like, I've I've tried to listen to them. It's not that I don't like them. I'm just not. There's nothing just, catchy about them to me, like whatsoever. The like, thing I think it's one of those things where Gojira I think is like for their technicality. 
or tech technique. You know what I mean? Right, and it's like and I, I can, how I can well they are, and, and you know, I guess their lives are supposed to be very good as well. I would hope so. They, they need something, as, like, as far as I'm concerned. It's like, Ugh. I just I don't know. Like What's every like, every, t- every time I hear the word like Gojira, it's like like I hear it's like compared to like greatest band of all time, greatest live band of all time, blah blah this blah blah. It's like really? Well, I mean, it's it's like any other band. I are mean, we that bored? I mean, look at look at I mean Rush. Rush is also one of the ones that's known as the greatest <laughs> band of all time. Do I like Rush? Sure, they're fine. But do I think they're the greatest band of all time? No. Greatest band or like everybody's like Neil, Neil Peart. Neil Peart, Neil Peart, Neil Peart. Well, I mean, um, Geddy Lee is, is phenomenal as a musician. But the first time I heard him, I was like, wow, this girl can sing. Yeah, Rush is weird too. But I just, I don't know. It's like, I mean, by all means, like, send me an email and tell me how dumb I am if you want. <laughs> like, I'd be actually be interested. Like, what, what are the actual, like exciting aspects of like Gojira it's just there's nothing hooked like I I know when we do like our uh, our reviews and like whatnot like we're always talking like hook the that <laughs> hook the hook the hook the hook the hook but it's like eh I don't know whatever but I, fi- I, I figured like when I saw where that list was going like what a- it's a that's a tough like so I know I understand it's fan voting and like you know we all have opinions and you're allowed to have your opinions it's like the most important, like the most anticipated, is like Evanescence and another Megadeth regurgitation. It's strange, <laughs> like, it's very mean, strange. And makes you wonder who looked at this. As much as I'm making fun of the the Megadeth situation too, I just wanted I would like to elaborate just a, like a little bit. I I really I'm a million percent surprised that Dave Mustaine is like still plowing through. Uh, maybe it's like just like the absolute love of the music and like just wants to go 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 and, like you know play yourself pretty much till you're gone kind of a thing Probably. or hopefully it's not other reasons like he's flat broke and he just needs to like cut another record otherwise right. you know he can't support his family like hopefully it's not something like that but I mean it's just I don't, it, the, the old timer factor and like there's a, there'll be a couple other names that I'll, I'll highlight as we like go through the lists of, well, think uh, about it. ACDC released it out in, to the, like, maybe, like, four, right. three months ago, four months ago. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they, they it's, did. it's the love of the music, man. You, you do it for what you, if that's all you know, if that's all you've done your entire life, you know what I mean? Try not to be like those people that, like, retire and, like, pass away because, like, their, bot, their system just, like, shuts down. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yep, we're done. <laughs> the adrenaline's gone. So today's episode, we're, we're, we're focusing on, like, the look ahead of, like, what's coming up in uh, 2021. Now, in years past, obviously, we've had a few other w- things to kind of talk about, like... Festivals. Festivals, and... tours, and, like, whatnot. Um, we're... Whatever Anthony also brings and, like, whatever else we uh, we kind of come up with, so we'll talk about, but we're going to be pretty much just focusing on uh, albums. Um, there's some interesting names... So I actually found a I found an article on a Revo- from a Revolver magazine that I was using as my uh, my primary source, but I figured I'd, I'm not going to go over every single album that's coming out this year. But I'm gonna I'm gonna start from the top of the alphabet, and I figured I, I would highlight. And Anthony, yeah. stop me if you there's a couple that you'd like to highlight. Um, so going along with the the list of five that Anthony just talked about, like Gojira, Megadeth, and like whatnot. First one that I would that I saw that I was excited about. Anthrax is interesting. I, I was about I was <laughs> going back to the old timers. So, 
the guys in Anthrax are actually talking about like this album being like their heaviest most most fun album that they've ever created now everybody always says that it's like this is their best album I don't think anybody's ever going to write an album oh this is the worst piece of crap that we're ever going to release but it's all in the hype of it all you guys are going to you guys are going to buy it I think um, I hate more is when they give it like oh it's our heaviest album or oh it's their fastest album but like it's never the case <laughs> ever right it's like it's like up like a half a beat versus like their like their last like kind okay, of thing sure. um now, songwriter, uh, drummer, and songwriter Charlie Benete, he'll tell you that their their best days are still ahead of them. I'm gonna disagree with that one as well, but I like I like your uh, I like Although, your confidence. Although when we saw him, what two, three years ago? It's like they, five. Well, something like that. Yeah, it has been five. Jesus. <laughs> but I mean, they 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 played fine. Oh, they're, they're the energy was shit. there. You know what I mean? Like they didn't. They weren't. You know, degraded. I'm, and I'm a big fan of Scotty and sorry that was me okay good I was like oh my god what did I do <laughs> um, <laughs> choking myself a good time they are a good band they're a good sound they're they're mm-hmm. fun they're interesting I, like I've, I've always liked that Anthrax and like underrated man like as far as like the that big fours like people get like absolutely. excited about like Megadeth Metallica Evanescence like fucking <laughs> Anthrax bro like <laughs> <Gojira>. <laughs> trapped I don't know it's like our priorities are just all like kind of messed up so one of the other first names that I saw, Arch Enemy. Mm-hmm. So this will be the third album. No, no. With Alyssa, second. This is the third album. Their second album with powerhouse singer Alyssa was Will the Power in 2017. Okay, maybe you're right. I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. I'm sorry. I read the room. You can cut that one out if you want. <laughs> I feel like that one didn't happen. Um, I actually... So, I personally... Um, the the, two, the 2017 release... Like, I actually... The Will, Will the Power, like, I really enjoyed. And, like, the, uh, the songs, The World is Yours... Uh, the, there's a couple of the tracks that are escaping me, like, right away. So, I'm not going to... I'm not going to go him and hiring and whatnot, but I actually kind of liked how they kind of started mixing in, like, the cleans, and, like, their their instrumentals are phenomenal, yeah, and I love Alyssa. Jeff Loomis. Oh, I, like, I think Alyssa needs to be my new, uh, my new, uh, um, hall pass. Like, she pulls up. Gotcha. Says, get in the car, Mark. I say, let's go. <laughs> uh... She is... Yeah, I mean... The cl- it's one of those things like like Enemy is one of the ones that they've always just had the the hard screaming you know what I mean they've never like an August Burns Red thing so and I get it like Alessa's vocals are very are very good because the uh, the agonist she used to do a lot of the clean stuff so you know she can do it I think it's they're afraid I think that it's gonna turn off you know what I mean some of the people that just don't like it well they get that weird thing like it's like and what's what was it? what's the former singer's name? Like her name is escaping me. I don't also. remember. I know who you're Okay, about. but like it's like I'll Google it. But pre Alyssa, like currently Alyssa. current with Alyssa, pre Alyssa. It's like oh no, original singer was better. Was she really? Because I don't sound much 
different mirrors. The, well, that's the thing. Like the scre- like the the metal screens in the in the mm-hmm. music are like almost identical, guys. Like I understand there are differences. Like I can have this. I can and thank God Dave's not here because like this will settle a rant. I can actually give you the same argument between Jesse and Howard in Kill Switch and Gage. Like the the metalcore screams are pretty goddamn close. I know sometimes the cleans are a little cleaner on like the one side. Are always different. Versus the other, but like the the metalcore scream side is like there is very similar. And Arch Enemy prior to Alyssa was all growly, growly, growly mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see the direction. Mm-hmm. I don't think Arch Enemy is going to be one of those bands that's going to turn mainstream on you. Like they're going to, I'm not going to hear them on Octane. Mm-hmm. I hope. We'll find out. I think it'll we'll be released tomorrow. <laughs> and it'll be like a soft song, like Evanescence yeah. or something. Oh my god, what happened? Uh, going with the older guys still. Uh, at the Gates. Um, said they're taking a nearly 20 year break between albums. That was in 95. Um, Since their last full album, Slaughter yeah. of the Soul. Yep, that's the only one I've ever listened to. So it looks like the band's two post-comeback LPs at War With Reality and To Drink From The Night Itself both quote-unquote slay. And there's no reason to think that Numero Trace will do anything less. So here's the good thing <clears throat> that I can I can say about At The Gate. So To Drink From The Night Itself, that EP sounded exactly like... I don't know if I've actually ever shown you this comparison. Like if you actually listen to, like I think the title track, To Drink From The Night Itself, and then you go to Slaughter Of The Soul... It's exactly the same. That's not a bad thing, though. <laughs> like, it's like almost like almost to like the T. So like they haven't really lost their step. Nope. That's good. They're a cool band too. Like I, I, I like me some at the gates. Um, our next one, I, I did want to bring these guys up a little bit. Um, five years since A7X released the stage, which God. Yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting. Because I've seen, I've read things from them saying that their next album is going to be in a completely different direction than the stage. But that's not always a good thing. Yeah, which direction is that? Because the stage, I felt like, was in a completely different direction. Than... That's what I mean. And myself, I didn't like the stage. Nah. It was definitely like... not one of my favorites. And the thing is, is, is they have the, the new drummer guy from... Um... Is it still... um? What's his name? Uh, Bad Religion. Bad Religion, thank you. And he's good. You know, he's great. And I feel, I thought having him would give them a lot more of that old school A7X stuff when it was more punky and even like um, City of Evil vibes. But it's definitely not the case. So evidently, uh, Matt Chetto told Kerrang in December that the album, he said, it's nothing like the stage. It's over the top, he said, and it's very electric and wild. Which, unless you're being tasered, electric and wild aren't things I really want to hear. That's a wait and see, because, like, like, wait like, and see. like we just mentioned, like, the stage already was, like, completely different. You know what I feel like? I feel like, I, the, like the core musicians in this band are, like, bored. Probably. So they either want to do something, like... Like incredibly strange. Like they're gonna they're gonna turn into like a like a modern version of Tool. Yeah. Like they're just gonna start getting weird and gnarly. Like perfect and, circle. Like weird shit. Be interesting. 
Which, if I can, if we can, I'm going to backtrack just a little bit, speaking in a perfect circle. <clears throat> I'll read verbatim. Release date sometimes this summer. In 2018, Perfect Circle released their first album in 14 years, Eat the Elephant. In 2021, guitarist-songwriter Billy Howardell is set to release the first album in 11 years from his solo project, Ashes Divide. That's a ball game. The follow-up to his 2008 debut. <clears throat> Keep telling myself it's all right. Look out for more expansive, ethereal, ethereal... Ethereal. Ethereal, thank you. Words are hard. Can be. Rock in the vein of the latter album, as well as Eat the Elephant. Some of the songs on which were originally intended for Ashes Divide. Interesting. So that explains a lot. That's <laughs> that explains some stuff. Eat the Elephant, I actually thought was a very like compelling album. Like it was it was interesting. It was neat. It was mm-hmm. it was it's um I am a little surprised that like he kind of threw that out there. That like some of the, some of the songs for Eat the Elephant were intended for his solo um, project, but it's like a trade. <laughs> LRI Water. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. You know what I mean? It's, it's just weird. It's just weird to me. Yeah. I don't feel like a lot of people like uh, like go up go out against Maynard publicly, kind of like a thing. Th- but, throw under the bus, kind of thing. But not necessarily, not even necessarily that it was, but you know. So it's interesting because like the last like four, five, six years now. There's been steady releases from um, Perfect Circle, from Tool, from Pussifer, from mm-hmm. <laughs> now Ashes Divide's coming back all of a sudden. It's like these guys have been like, somebody gave them like a little boot in the backside and like <laughs> now they're all getting back to work kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Just interesting. Very that interesting. Very interesting. Um, I did notice Beartooth is on here. I'm sick of Beartooth. I want to point something interesting out. Uh, this is for any of the gamers out there. There's a game known as Smite that's on the PC and other consoles, but there is a audio music pack for the game that is actually Beartooth. They have like an um, intro, intro music that they they wrote for it. There's like slaying music that they wrote for it. Like when you die, there's music they wrote for it. It's very interesting. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, and they have like little icons and shit too. That's an old school trick. Like it's man. pretty like, cool. Used to, like, used to be able to get what? Ah, uh, there was a game. I, th- I think it was like one of the skateboarding, um, one of the skateboarding uh, franchises. You used to be able to like get like music packs. Yeah. That, okay. you, that you could, uh, that would like upload and like yeah. all of a sudden like, oh, now you have this band in your music. It's like, ha. That's cool. Well, there's, uh, That's there's how a- we used to le- learn music back in the day, man. That's true. Uh, there's a game called Killing Floor that I, I played a lot. And that's actually what got me back into Demon Hunter because the whole catalog is Demon Hunter. And a bunch of other like heavy music stuff. It's pretty cool. Like it's it's weird. But that was like like Marcus said. That's it, how a lot of people learn the music. I used to play music off of the video games. Like the, like one of the Tony Hawk games, you could actually go into like the menu and actually play, play like music. The, play the so different tracks. So like I would put that on my TV like while I was doing like my chores in like my room, and I was like go. using that for my radio because like we didn't have streaming services back then. No, so you, you did what you did what you had to. You did what you had. And then Napster came, and I was in my glory, and then that crashed, too. <laughs> like, damn it. So many stages of my life. It's like video games, Napster, iPod. And, well, MP3 player, then iPod. I just went right through the iPod. No, yeah, I had it took me a while to get through the MP3. I used to joke around, because I had this little ghetto, like, blue-lighted one. It's like, look at how big everyone else is. Mine's so small and better than yours. With, like, no touchscreen or anything fancy like that. I skipped the traditional iPod too. I went right to the iPod Touch, which was apparently a mistake, but it's okay. 
I had the sh not the shuffle, was the nano. The nano's the one I had. I'm gonna bring up real quick because this is coming. Bring me the horizon. I'm gonna bring up, bring me the horizon. Yeah. I'm gonna bring me. Yeah, I'm gonna bring up the horizon. Bring up the horizon. Okay. <laughs> um, unless I am getting my facts mixed up, which is very possible. I'm gonna say that I once highlighted an interview with the uh, boys from Bring Me the Horizon, saying that they were never gonna release an album again because uh, they wanted to come into the studio and just do their thing single, like single, if single. i feel like doing rap today i'm gonna do rap today if i feel like doing pop today i'm gonna do pop today and if i feel like doing metal today i'm gonna do metal today and here they are title to be announced release date to be announced but bring me the rise i've been doing everything they can to annihilate genre boundaries between metal rock pop electronic music and more which we fully back even so like a lot of fans we are heartened to hear them close out 2020 by leaning into their moral metallics their more metallic side october's post-human survivor horror ep which is actually pretty good mm -hmm. uh, i believe that's where tear drops is okay. there is there a big so, single yeah. that uh, came drops. off of it is as heavy as ollie sykes and crew have sounded in years and their new album is supposed to be in that direction if it is i'm excited if it's not whatever <laughs> whatever already over it but this next one is also very exciting anthony first want. of all i didn't know matt talk had a beard and he looks very odd not sure how I feel about that. I even know it's him. I don't feel like he used to. No. He used to have like long black hair. Yeah. Like he was just like skinny, yeah. like greasy. <laughs> like the rest of the band. Pretty much. Uh, so we discussed Gravity a lot, right? Well, I think in an episode or two. Because we discussed their uh, um, new direction that they went with it. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, evidently, Mad Tuck. Uh, said that the riffs are crushing. Um, there's probably over 60% aggressive vocals and 40% clean, which is a ratio we've never really dabbled with before. I just read the thing about. Um, New and upcoming album. It's very heavy. It's very technical. For the Bullet fans out there that kind of like this that side of the band, it's very cool and exciting. Whole album of pretty on the outside. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. The, the ratio thing doesn't... I don't... So, it's, it's essentially, it's more screaming than... I mean, The Poison was pretty screamy, right? Um, no. No? Am I thinking wrong? I, I mean, it's... You know what concerns me, though? Like, when they start to identify, it's like, oh, it's like 60% aggressive, like 40% clean. It's like, was that forced? <laughs> Did you actually, like, do the math? Did you want that? Yeah. Like, is that, like, what you're shooting for? Or is that just what... Because I, I like it, like, when, like, bands, like, do the heavy, clean, like, combination, like, when it's appropriate. Right. Like, I don't need it to necessarily, like... It's like, oh, we definitely have to write a heavy song, guys, so let's, let's, let's just yell a whole bunch. <laughs> and you, and yeah, you don't want it to be forced or feel like it's forced. Right, and it's like it's just it's just weird. Like I get concerned. Like there could be like a mindset, like kind of a thing, and mm -hmm. it's like eh, eh, eh. A couple quick passing by shout outs. Uh, Kane Hill, very heavy. Very, I like Kane Hill. Very cool band. Decent. Um, could be interesting to see like what their next. Um, it's been a couple of years for them. I feel like it was like seventeen, eighteen since the last release. Kane Hill. Yeah. I put on one two, three years ago. Yeah, it was something like that. It was like two or three years ago. Oh, you mean by year, 17 years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant years. is like, no, I don't think they were even around 17 years ago. I didn't know this band hadn't retired yet. Cannibal Corpse, apparently. Is, uh, yeah, 
Was that before or after the lead guitarist had the house full of skulls and, and arson? Uh, well, you know. Guns and skulls. Yeah, he's got a big arsenal. We got movie actors that are cannibals now. It's like, whatever. Cool. Fun. If you haven't heard the story, there's, a, there's an actor, Army Hammer. His name is Army Hammer? Yeah. Okay. Army Hammer. Two words. Okay. First name, last name. Got it. Um, he dropped out of a movie with Jennifer Lopez because, like, somebody released his D- uh, DMs and apparently he eats people. Cool. Or fantasizes about eating people. Everyone's a good thing, man. And apparently Jen- J-Lo just would not be able to be in the same room with her without yeah. taking a big old yummy chump. Like, like taco meat, right? Like tastes like chicken carnitas right like it, it actually tastes like pork it's it's closer to I'm not gonna go into that anyway <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry I'm just uh, flipping through this couple uh, this is a cult following I'll just give this a shout out Crowbar, crowbar. I know some of you people are uh, really big on Crowbar I'm not personally big on Crowbar but 25th anniversary of NOLA a lot of old timers, man. Mm-hmm. Old timers for days. Never heard of daughters, or never heard of that. Never heard of that. <laughs> we have creative evanescence. Every time I die, this is another one. I can't believe these guys are still around, but B level band. So I mean, whatever. Right. I mean that in all the nicest way possible. But you are what you are. You're B level. Exactly. Band. Oh yeah, I actually stopped on Exodus because that's another old old school one. Uh, with eight years of hard time and slay behind him, guitarist Gary Holt has returned to refocus on his main band, Thrash Pioneers Exodus. Uh, in May, the X-Men promised crushing new riffs for the follow-up to 2014's Blood In, Blood Out. The LB, LP excuse me, featured a guest solo from Metallica Shredder and OG Exodus member Kirk Hammett. Fun fact. Yeah. So that'd be cool. Except is uh, doing another album too. <laughs> Except is. I, I like Except. Do you? I don't mind him. Ghost. <laughs> so, title to be determined, release date to be determined. Now that Cardinal Copia has ascended into the papal ranks, we're even more stoked than ever to hear what Ghost will conjure up next. Mastermind Tobias Tobias Forge has been saying all kinds of things about the Man's X album. That'll be heavier and riffier than its Smash predecessor prequel, which was not heavy at all. <laughs> That'll be the occult rock group's equivalent to Metallica's Black Album. How the fuck is that going to be heavier when you're going to go... Like, if you're taking Metallica's Black Album, which was after... Let me think. Let me put my... Uh, load and reload? Load, right? No, it was, before, it was before those. Well, oh, yeah, you're right. Um... Uh, it it would have been uh, Master of... No, Justice for All. Justice for all, yes. Justice yeah. for all, yeah. Yep. Okay, I get put my time on it. Yeah, so it's yeah, master <laughs> justice, black. Um, so you're gonna go from injustice to all the black. So we're gonna go from prequel to their version of the black album. So this album, as far as I'm concerned, is going to be soft and sucky. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> well, to it. It's I. I don't know. I mean. The, <laughs> The song Rats. Rats. Ah, Sounds like an 80s man. It's, it's so fucking weird, man. It's gnarly. It's mm-hmm. funny. It's like, it's like, I don't know. This band is fucking weird, <laughs> man. I don't, I don't. 
It's uh, I, I hate to make fun of people for because like, like you know what you like what you like, but like exactly. it's just like some things are just so odd. It's very and like odd. these guys are like they're a hundred percent in character. This I think I think our issue is that when we saw them live, we'd never listened to Ghost beforehand. And they're, like, mad popular, and we've seen the pictures of them, what they look like. And they came out, and it was, like, fucking Michael Jackson on stage. Like, the lights, <laughs> like, the music. It was just like, well, wait a minute, did I miss something here? Like, hold on. The people walking around in the middle of summer with, like, full-on Pope costumes. Yeah, it's like, crazy. It's like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, creepy, man. It's like, <laughs> They do freak me out, though. Like, like square, we talked about Square, square Hammer. Hammer. Like, you like the way they're like, look, just read the lyrics out uh-huh. loud. It's just, like... Well, it's, it is what it is, man. Yeah. It's Square right here, right now, before the devil, man. You want to talk about this one? Yeah. <laughs> of course I want to talk about this one. Uh, we know that in 2014, the death of Dave... Rocky, also known as Gore's iconic Odorous Urungus. Uh, you know, obviously could have spelled the end of Gore, but when we actually saw the new lead singer, when we saw him, saw them, uh, Blothar the Berserker, the big dude, mm-hmm. with his nipples hanging out, um, <laughs> and I guess he's actually an OG band member, Michael Bishop. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, the group has been going strong ever since, releasing their first album without him. Uh, the Blood of Gods in 2017, and ramping up to it's sure to be blood-soaked in politically incorrect follow-up due later this year. They were a fun time. They are a fun time. You know what I like about this, too? Is, like, they're not trying to, like, necessarily replace, like, the the, uh, the old singer. Like they're, they're, they kind of... They rewrote another character, but kind of moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was just looking up really quick, because, like, I didn't think of this until, like, beforehand. Like, if they were still actually releasing, like, the comics and, like, whatnot, like, they kind of go along with, like, everything, which I haven't seen anything in a quick search since, looks like 2017 was the last one. Yeah, but, that was the last one, Blood of Gods. But it's just cool, because, like, they, you know, they just move on, and then it's a... What's hard, what's hard like, when we saw them live, like, the familiarity... Of like the songs that they're playing like right now because I mean some of their some of Guar runs together I don't care what like I love Guar so mm-hmm. I mean like I'll I'll tell you right now every song sounds the same but it's like whatever you got, I can listen to the whole album then because it's the same mm-hmm. same thing <laughs> damn mm-hmm. thing but they're fun they're cool I actually think they're important they're an important band for like punk music they're an important band for yeah, like, yeah, that's like one of the original ones iconic and they're totally worth seeing live like original lineup or not like they are fun and mm-hmm. weird and you will get painted all kinds of shit <laughs> all kinds of colors and all kinds of colors liquids on you it's fine used to be blood man like back in the day it used to be thick ass like it might actually have been real blood we never asked but peter was there so they wouldn't allow that yeah right like these pythons are sick the, the laws of the, <laughs> the laws have changed a little bit so now it's like it's like yeah. food color and water in the in water but blue it was very blue the guns are yeah, blue. Yeah, we got blue. We got blue. My yeah. hat, my that, hat. That hat is still blue. blue. Yeah, still blue. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, come out, didn't come out of the hat. It's still there. I don't, rec- I don't recall what I wore that day. I don't remember what I wore that day. I don't think I have any of that anymore either. It was a very wet uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> it was a horrible day. It was a very... A good day, but a horrible day. Like, fucking terrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, Ice Nine Kills is on the list here. Which uh, we haven't heard anything from, obviously, the Silver Scream. I know they're working, we discussed it last episode, or two episodes ago, 
We discussed the uh, inked, inked in blood. I might get that. Yeah. So we, we might have an opportunity. We might have an opportunity to like, thumb through it because I might, I might, and I might get the good, the good one too. I might pre-order. You gotta it's, get on that too. Before. But it's interesting. It's it doesn't say obviously anything. Um, on on the, you know, possible upcoming. There's no uh, details on it. Um, right. If it's gonna go like a horror theme. If right. It's gonna be I mean, what? it does say that you know Spencer Chart has, uh, has fully channeled his deep love of horror films, which is in the Silver Scream. So. I think the album before that was based off books. Every trick in the book. I believe that's all novels that that's based off of. So. You know what I'm starting to decide about Ice Nine Kills? Like, they might be, like, actually marketing geniuses. Like, the Silver Scream literally came out in 2018. It was re-released in 2019. But they, they've been releasing, like, almost every song on that album as a single. Like, since that has, like, come out. Because, like, you would actually, like, hear something, like, on like on the radio. It's like, oh, something that's like, oh, Ice Nine Kills. And it's like, um, like the, uh, the It theme song, uh, It Ends Here. Yes. Like, what I think was, like, the most recent mm-hmm. that they, they released as, like, a single. And there's, like, merch that goes out with it. Like, there's, like, th- like all this stuff. Like, you would think, oh, my God, it's, like, new Ice, kind, new Ice Nine Kills. No. It's just track 10 mm-hmm. on the Silver Scream. Like... Well, so, that's what helps when you have a theme behind it, because you can have merchandise to match the theme. You know what I mean? That it fills in what it is. And to their credit, it's what helps when your whole damn album kicks ass. That too. And you can just release, 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 release. Hey, guys, we wrote this stuff like two years ago, man. Mm-hmm. And like they're just getting big, 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 big. They are. And they they like, them quick. They're brilliant. They're awesome. Like, it's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited, because I like the last two albums, so this will be a good good year. Uh, Ginger's on the list as well. Ice Nine Kills might be in my top three right now. They're good. They're very talented. Uh, so, Ginger is on the list here. The Ukrainian progressive metal juggernaut. This is another band who, who climbed the ladders very quickly. Yep, she doesn't like it either. Like, I, don't <laughs> no. I don't understand why we're so popular. Um, they dropped two bra- uh, breakthrough releases in 2019. The micro EP and its full length companion piece, Macro. COVID stalled some of their forward momentum, of course, but powerhouse vocalist Tatiana Shmeluk and company are not to be stopped. Album number four is due out this year and should be the band's already... Sorry, and should find the band's already jaw-dropping range ever more expanded. So, I mean, they are very experimental. Like, it's never, it's never like, cookie-cutter with them. They're very all over the place, which is cool. It's, it's well done. So. Usually very good, though. Very yep. good. I'm going to glaze over this one really quick, because we're making fun of the old-timers, but Judas Priest, Judas is, Priest. is expected to and the uh, next one too. Uh, put out a new album. The next one I do want to talk about. One thing I will say about Judas Priest, though, and like, uh, I'll, give them, I'll give them this quick, Rob they are Huffin? actually very entertaining live. Rob Halpin? Like, even... Oh, well, maybe I can't say that. Because now that I think of it... Because... Time just flies apparently when you're having fun. I guess it was like 10 years ago that I saw Judas Priest. But they they actually are a very entertaining band live to, to like see. But, so yeah, all you old timers get all excited because Judas Priest is coming out. But this one, <clears throat> the Carrie King solo album. It's new, right? Which they've been talking about pretty much literally since like Slayer, Stop being Slayer. went on their first farewell tour. Which was also like ten years ago. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> there was a few. Uh, but I'll read verbatim. 
Uh, title to be announced, released to be announced, even before Slayer called it a day, the questions that have hung in the air, when will Kerry King drop his solo album? And will it feature Phil's um, ensemble on vocals? In August, interview with Dean Guitars, King kept mum. Mum? On the latter rumor, I'm not positive who everybody is that's going to be playing with me, he said. The Thrash Pioneer was more forthcoming as to the quantity of the solo material, reporting that he has two records worth of music from which to cherry-pick the best 11 or 12 songs. The first record should be smoking, he enthused. No doubt. Makes you wonder if he's going to do like a thing, if he's actually going to have like a core like super group that he's going to kind of put together, if mm-hmm. he's going to do like a thing like a uh, like a pot, apocalyptic and just, just bring like this guy, or maybe a better example, Mark Morton. When Mark yeah. Morton did a solo, right. like right. he yeah. brought in a bunch of different singers, a bunch of different. But that that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be good for the for the Slayer fanatics because mm-hmm. get a little more. Slayer actually held true with their retirement and said, "Nope, that's it. This done, time. done, 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 done." Mm-hmm. I watched that video that last that that last concert they played. But they're just like hanging out at like the end. It's like, yeah, oh, it's like oh, this literally might be legit. It might know. be it. It might be the it one. Might be. They might, might, we might really be done here. Um, another oldie on the list here, King Diamond. Um, <clears throat> 2019, he released uh, a single, first new song in over a decade, Masquerade of Madness, along with news that his 18th solo album is on the way. So, for reasons unknown to you, it is clear that you have no way of making it to the Institute on your own at this point, he proclaimed. Therefore, we will bring the Institute to you. So he said. Could be for your own good, you know. It's interesting. King Diamond's another one that never really hit my funny button. Yeah, I, I can't speak too much about him because I don't one know a whole lot about His him. His voice freaks me out. That high pitch, whatever he does. Remember that story? I can't remember who we were talking to. Maybe it was like Alex from Fathom, and he was talking about like somebody at like uh, the Palladium, like he was working like backstage, and the guy was, was just uh, like a Danzig. The yeah. Danzig. And he's like, he's just a dick. Mm-hmm. Danzig is a dick. So. King Di- King Diamond. For whatever reason, for no for no fault of his own, I just look at that guy and I you just say, like I just dick? I just feel like that guy's probably an ass. He's got dick material. Is he's, that got, what you're trying to he's, say? he's got like dick written on his face. Dick, he's got a blood written on his face. <laughs> Technically, with a dick, maybe <laughs> like I don't know. I'm not sure. Is this his? I have manicure. That, that is just me spreading rumors. I have nothing to base <laughs> a, base that on. You know, I I actually want to read it because right underneath it, because we're, we're doing this in alphabetical order, is King Woman. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It is. So, which is a bunch of dudes. Oh no, there's a female in there. Was Chris, Chris Esfandiari, which I thought was a poker player, but maybe not, is an artist of many personas, eight to be precise. There's a depressive shoegazy project, miserable, shoe-gazy? the confrontational industrial goth outfit, Nightcrawler, and the lysergic rap act Dalmatian. But her best known is the husky voice singer of doom metal band King Woman. His 2017 LP created in the image of suffering, positioned them as major players in the heavy music underground. I'll take your word for it. Never heard of you. Nope. <clears throat> eh, talked about that one. Melvins. Okay. I can't believe this is a thing, too. Yeah, right. So the name that I just fell on is... Uh, Melvins? <laughs> so Metallica. Oh, Metallica. 
Yeah. So Metal's biggest band has kept very busy throughout the pandemic, launching a streaming series, hosting a drive-in concert, playing an acoustic virtual show, releasing SM SNM2 Live, and more, including working up ideas for their next studio full-length album, the follow-up to 2016's acclaimed double LP. 2016? Hardwired years, to now? self-destruct. Shit. Well, they keep releasing stuff, but it's just, they just keep regurgitating the shit that they've already written before. Well, Lars Aldridge said, it's the heaviest thing, the coolest. Which I don't trust so this is going to be some heavy so. ass music because everybody's writing like their heaviest stuff. Like, why can't something? I don't. Know. <laughs> sure, I want to go down the ministry real quick. Sure. The uh, Al Jorgensen. Um, ministry dropped the timely single "Alert Level," an old school industrial metal screed ripe with politically charged outrage, which ministry is up that alley, anyways. And gave the uh, gave word that main man Al Jorgensen would be using quarantine to complete the group's next album, their fifteenth. Uh, he's always been at his creative best in times of social unrest, which means that Ministry's twenty twenty one offering should be a good one. Are you ever a Ministry fan? Um. Honestly, no. No. Like not not catalog wise, no. I like song, No W. Uh, like a song here and there, yeah. Like, it's, uh, yeah, but as far as, like, be, yeah, can't, did that completely wrong. Can't talk, talk and chew gum at the same time, apparently. Yeah, it's the same function, two different directions. Nobody ever points that out. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> So we we'll talk about as much as I was Mr. Uh, making Mr. fun of born. Yeah, as, as much as I was making fun of a Dave Mustaine, but like I, I hope you guys actually heard the part where I actually give him all the credit in the world for like continuing to push through and like wanting to be in like the music industry. I was shocked when I saw this one too, because considering his uh, last release was like literally 2020 of mm-hmm. last year, uh, with Ordinary Man, Ozzy Osbourne is expected to release more music. Mm-hmm. So my first thought was that. Like, with the collabs and everything that he did with, like, uh, Ordinary Man. Like, there's just some spillover that will probably be released with this. That's sure. that, that's just me contemplating, like, the future. Because I find it hard to believe with Ozzy Osbourne's health history and his track record. Have and, you seen, like, recently, like, some of the pictures? It's just him with gray hair. He looks nothing like Ozzy Osbourne anymore. He's just... Oh, I know. I know. Like he had a rough couple of months. Like he's quarantining right yeah. now because, like, if, you know, if he gets whatever this COVID thing is, he's like, he's, he's toast. And uh, I don't think he's lived with Sharon in quite a few years. Like, didn't they actually kind of have like a wink, wink, nod, nod kind of separation kind of a thing? Sort of, or, kind of. Um, but evidently, according to the producer, um, the album is halfway done. It will include '80s hailing songs that could top nine minutes in length. I'm pretty sure that Zach is still in this. I don't think he's left, right? I feel like he's always... He's usually always flown around, like an Aussie, an Aussie-style pro- project. Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing. It'll be, it'll be interesting, because... I think my biggest thing is, like, Ordinary Man, like, it, it was, like, an overproduced, like, Aussie kind of a thing. So, like, if he's trying to go back to, like, more of, like, his raw sound, it's like... You know, that's good and bad. You're gonna please... You're gonna please the diehards in the old schools... But you're gonna turn off like all those new 
productions that you uh you just got kind of gained by like doing like all the collabs with fucking Post Malone and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. But Anthony, have you heard Poppy? I besides when I passed it on the this forum, no. But pro- okay, so prior to that, you haven't like okay. Isn't she the new metal one? Didn't Dave bring him up last episode? I don't recall, to be honest. She she does have, like, a new metal influence. Well, it was kind of weird. Like, Poppy kind of, like, popped just to... Popped in. <laughs> Poppy popped in. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> I keep saying the same word over and over again. Pop, pop, pop. There was, like, this, like, little spell of, like, the, the female-fronted, like, the female-focused. And, like, Raven Black, like, always comes to mind. Like, when, mm-hmm. I, fir- when I first saw, like, the photos of Poppy and, like, her, like, the live experience of Poppy. Now, they're nothing like Raven Black. Like, she's more... If I was going to compare her to something, she's more like Marilyn Manson-ish. Okay. Like, so there's more techni- technical, like, uh, techno, like... Sure. Like, it's not heavy metal. Okay. Long story short. It's, like, just... It's, like, kind of, like, shock and awe. Like, shock, awe, visual. Okay. Kind of a, kind of experience. So, so, I don't know. It's, it's an acquired thing. Like, I tried giving her. I, I tried giving her a pretty good shot. Like I, I, I. When I say good shot, it's like I don't know if I like this. Let me try listening to it again. I still don't know if I like this. Yeah, I'm gonna go to something else. I'm gonna come back to it later. <laughs> hmm. But that that'd be the best way I could describe that. She's like a female Marilyn Manson. Okay. So just Marilyn. Uh, <laughs> Marilyn, no Manson. No Manson. Hold the Manson, please. No, these guys came up in the last episode. Box. This, the spear box. This is another one. I I don't get this whatsoever. Like this is some weird stuff. Yeah. Weird, weird stuff. Like holy ro- and con- like it's too. Maybe it's just too spiritual for me. Like it's like in your face spiritual. Mm-hmm. Like they're not it even is hiding. Spirit box. They are not even hiding. It's it. not it's like, like hidden, hidden box. That soft song, box. man, where like all of a sudden it breaks out into like crazy. Yelling and mm-hmm. heavy and like just me. <laughs> uh, speaking of crazy, speaking about people getting their the, little boot in the backside. The title back is Elasticity, and the release date is spring. Um, we did obviously. Elasticity. Imagine that. We did discuss a little of System of a Down's to- uh, toxicity was already taken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, talked about System of a Down's uh, album a little bit uh, here and there. Uh, or like album, I'm gonna call it an album, two songs of their EP maybe. Anyway, uh, so Suge Tanking himself, um, unfortunately, more sod tunes don't seem to be anywhere in 2021. But of course, Suge Tanking will drop his EP, which we discussed as Elasticity, featuring five cuts originally intended for the band, which would be interesting. Oh wow. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, Tanking described the song as diverse, some of his songs as diverse, going from really heavy, system of a down-esque type of music, to really beautiful, ballady music. It's kind of all around the place. And then he kind of quoted, as everything I do is, which he's not wrong. No, his his solo, his first solo releases were exactly like that. Like, Mm -hmm. there was a couple, like, heavy, there was a couple, very odd, Mm -hmm. and there was a couple, like, you know, like, it's neat, it's interesting. It's, It's It's very artistic. Very artsy, but the like the the bringing up that it were actually intended for, you know, slow it down could be interesting. 
well, you know, they'll actually probably shed some life and maybe some closure on the uh, new full-length System of a Down album, which, I don't know, who knows? Like, especially, like, with the success of the single, maybe that will inspire, inspire, like, another reconnection or... That just sounds like a bad situation, and you know the I thing saw, is, the thing is, is, I'm glad they're not forcing it. Right, I, because I, they've tried a few times, and they're like, it's just not working. I saw what happened with Fear Factory, and like, they're like, oh, record labels, like, you got to put out albums. They're like, fine, here you go. Here's one piece of shit. Here's another piece of shit. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, it shouldn't be forced, like, like anything. It's like if it's not do done, it, don't don't put it out, man. Again, luckily, be... luckily, Dave's not here to like tell us about the music industry right now, but. I don't know how you can sign a uh, sign a contract that like guarantees albums. It's yeah. like I don't know if I can write another album. Like, yeah, it's strange. Uh, the next one. Excited. Yeah. Um, 2011 was the release of uh, the hymn of a broken man with Adam and uh, Jesse Leach of Killswitch Engaged. Um, it looks to be that I'll just read verbatim here. Um, the one and only album that we talked about, um, a decade later, bolstered by the success of Killswitch's Atonement, uh, the duo are finally prepping the follow-up. Uh, quote, it's liberating. It, it really is what it is, Leach said, uh, of the new LP. and the lyrics, I take a different approach to that stuff. On this next one, there's a lot of real poetry. I'm really stoked. So... I, I really enjoyed Him of a Broken Man. Oh, Times of Grace is Times awesome. Times of Grace is fair. It's pretty much what Killswitch... What's, what's how I want to If you're going to compare it to Killswitch, I would say it's a very toned-down Killswitch, yeah. but it's it, it, it's a good sound, it's, man. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a more-from-the-heart Killswitch. <laughs> that makes sense. It's kind of like when Hell or High Water happened, but like still have like heaviness in it. Yeah. I see two more on the list, Anthony. That like one that I, the next one that I'm really excited about, and one that I'm just going to mention for their cult fo- following. Okay. Uh, the one that I'm really excited about, um, in, I believe it was 2018. Whitechapel. Yep. I'm sorry. 2019. 2019 was what was their last release, The Valley. Yes. Uh, we're talking about the band Whitechapel. The reason why I'm excited about that was The Valley. Whitechapel did like some much different stuff in The Valley. Uh, I I still remember I was on a road trip when I heard the clean the valley right the like the clean song on that album and I immediately <laughs> texted me texted Anthony <laughs> what the like, fuck? White Chapel's clean <laughs> clean vocals on White Chapel but you know what the album overall was like really good it was a very like good it was album. it was a very good mm-hmm. album they've so, always like, been very talented so I feel like they've grown up a little bit mm-hmm. and. That actually excites me for this release, and it's something I'm definitely going to be... Oh, we have to wait till the fall, of course, but... Come soon enough. And the last one that I was going to... That I was going to just highlight, because, you know, this will be important to, like, some people. The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy. (laughs) Which, that album name could only be written by the one and only Robert Zombie. How many zombies could Rob Zombie rob if Rob Zombie could rob zombies? 
Actually, it's released on my birthday, so that's cool. <laughs> this dude just goes back and forth. Now, I don't love Rob Zombie music. Like it, like it's fine to me. Like he's more of like a like again, like he's a live music experience kind of a thing. Exactly. And I love the fact that he brings his trailer like with like pretty much his like rolling museum of like mm -hmm. and his hot wife yeah. of his like artwork and like his movie career kind of a thing. But uh, yeah, Rob Zombie getting back into the game. I think game. I respect Rob Zombie more for himself than his music. Does that make sense? Like, I like Rob Zombie for what he does as a whole, as opposed to just his music. Oh, like dude's his, an movies, his movies and all that stuff, too. Dude's an absolute artist. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's a cool guy. It's just, like, you know, everybody has a quiet taste, guys, and that's why I said, like, I respect it, but mm -hmm. I don't have to love it, like, kind of a thing, but... So, as far as, like, looking ahead, I mean, there's, there's, some, there's some neat stuff. Um, I feel like... I don't necessarily think you have, like, that iconic release. Like, you don't... Like, if it was a new System of a Down album, that'd probably be, like, the iconic release of the year. Like, right. but you're, you're not getting, like, the long-awaited Tool or... Some, uh, some of the big guns are taking the year off, which is good. I don't like it when... A lot I, of, I, I, didn't, I didn't see anything from Five Finger Death Punch. No, they released none this year. 2020, so... Like well, I figured like they had a, they had a whole twelve month period, so there'd be like two possible releases available mm -hmm. for <laughs> so nothing from Five Finger Death Punch. I'm just gonna uh, work on their uh, their uh, current catalog and whatnot, but um, no, some some interesting stuff. Like I said, not the big the big ooh wow bang, but I mean there, there there'll be some some interesting things and what happens in the music world like in general will definitely be interesting. Hopefully positively interesting. That's all we can hope for. Can't get a lot more negative than we've already got, so. With that being said, I think we got beers. Beers. Thanks. It's time to grab another beer and then talk about it. This is the heavy metal over a six-pack beer review. Alright, so I'm reading this, Anthony. I don't think this is uh, this beer is for us because it says right on the side of the can, the serious series. Keep cold and drink fresh. What if I, I don't want it old and warm? I don't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't feel like we're serious people. It's a white IPA. This is a white IPA, six point five percent alcohol by volume, twenty five IBUs, which is very low. So this should be very drinkable. From Pontoon Brewing Company. Pontoon Brewing Company. It is known as a bomb cycle. Sandy Springs, Georgia. This is called bomb cyclone. It's not like a. It's not like a. Didn't we have one of those one? Time? That is like a super <laughs> tropical hurricane storm. That sounds cool. But it just happens like all of a sudden, I guess. Now I've drinking a lot of beers, so I'd have to think really hard if I've ever had a uh, white IPA. I was gonna say I probably have had a white IPA before. I've ever put a beer before, though. <laughs> Did you always pour like an asshole, too? Because, like, mine looks like hell. I'm glad we're not video videotaping this. That's a little, a little ahead on mine. You know what? It's this uh, bomb cyclone, man. It's, it's a just, mess. It just, it's it a just, mess. Yeah, just fucking, like... That's pretty hazy. Yeah, definitely definitely not seeing through this one. Very uh, light color. Like, probably mm -hmm. like a... Like a, like like a watered-down like, OJ. Like a manila. All right, off we go. Cheers, bud.
That's interesting. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Ooh. See, I get excited when I bring the uh, non-IPA drinkers an IPA that's like, it's like, see, Ooh, see. This one has a lot of flavor. It's almost like a, this is almost like a, like a New England style. It's definitely juicy. Because, uh, I, I've learned that, like, the, the juicy thing is, like, a, a good, a good trait for the IPAs, and what, one that I more appreciate. I don't like the grassy IPAs. I like mm. the juicy IPAs. The woody ones? Yeah, I don't want I don't want oak tree in my IPA. <laughs> Notes of solid oak and mahogany. It's like, okay, what am I a beaver? Like, what like, is... am, I, am I supposed to be drinking this or like burning it? I like how it's like notes of mahogany. It's like, okay, well, have you ever chewed on a table? Because I don't know what I'm supposed to compare it to. Like, well, have I ever been like, you know, like this is really. I prefer this kind of mahogany. Like, usually the the wood that I chew on is a little different than this. Or is it's strange. It, I especially like the ones that start like like listing off like exotic plants. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay. Well, this like, has a slight hint of LO in it. Like feathers of Persephone. It's like what the fuck are you talking about? What is that? It's so weird. Is it a poem or a beer? <laughs> right. Greek gods in my fucking IPA. Notes of lilac. Okay, so we're eating flowers. Now why the like... fuck? Are we, why the f do I want to drink lilac? <laughs> like if you're... Nothing about the word lilac makes me thirsty. <laughs> no. In fact, I, I I'd be willing to bet that's one of the uh, that's one of the grassy tasting ones. That's like a, like when they're talking about cheese and it's toothy. The fuck does toothy toothy? What does that mean? <laughs> does it taste like teeth? Like, what does <laughs> What does that mean? It's like. The, they had bad childhood like photos, like the two buck teeth. Yeah, like, like most of the British community. Like, how does that work? That's what, that's what happens when your adult teeth come in when you're five. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like a rabbit. Don't worry, honey. You'll grow into those in thirty-five years. <laughs> yeah, just give it some time. Um, no, this is actually really good. I like this. Mm -hmm. It's really enjoyable. Like I tell like I said, there's a lot of flavor to it. It doesn't have the gnarly aftertaste that most IPAs have. Oh, it's Dave very... would probably enjoy this. Sorry, Dave. They didn't get my egg rolls either, so I actually had three of them too. So I was prepared. Yeah, Dave, when you're back, we're gonna have uh, <clears throat> we're gonna have more episodes of how Anthony's gonna try to kill us, and no snacks. <laughs> he was not there for the last beer that me and you had, the Christmas one, oh. <laughs> which was like motor oil. You know, not that I digress like horribly. Like some, like when I when I post these things, I like to like tag because you know I'm an honest individual. So like, same thing, guys. You submit your music. Like I'm gonna give you honest feedback on mm -hmm. it, especially when we do the reaction videos and like whatnot. You'll actually see it on the face when you're like, huh? But I give honest reviews. But like I try to tag like any entity that I possibly can, obviously, so you, you know you can go find them sure. quickly. Correct. Not necessarily, th so they find us, kind of a thing. Like I don't care about that. It's like I want to try to give like you guys as the listeners. It's like mm -hmm. oh, I can see them on Facebook, and oh, he tags this. That's the oh, I can look them up now. Oh, I can see stuff. Oh, where? Are they? Oh, cool. Info, info sharing. That's mm -hmm. what we're all about. Mm -hmm. And I felt bad tagging. <laughs> I was like, I hope they don't listen. Well, one of them did, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, that one I can care. I can give two shits about. <laughs> but. I'm going to say, you know, I'm actually impressed. I'm going to give this a five. I'm going to have to follow you on that. That's what I was going to say. 
It's good. It's it's very enjoyable. I could enjoy these. Yeah. Not for the money you paid, but this <laughs> Now, I am not going to blame this beer necessarily for that, because, like, I wasn't really paying attention. It was a weird system, and she all of a sudden started zapping. The only thing I don't like... Long story short, just to fill everybody in now that I'm talking about it, and, you know, you guys might be listening, but what the fuck is he talking about? Like, this is why I don't listen to this podcast anymore, because Mark just goes off on rants and doesn't tell us what the hell he's talking about. Uh-huh. I found this place, and I'm not going to give him credit, because I don't want to necessarily offend them, but it's in Billerica, Mass. And Jim what they talking. do is, they actually take all of their craft beer offerings, and they turn it into, like, you know, like, when you go to, like, the, the, the beer stores, like, they'll have, like, the singles aisle. Like, well, all of their beer coolers, like, with all their craft beer, are all set up like singles. Like, they're all separate, like, mm-hmm. separate cans, like these 16-ounce, like, pint-sized cans. And they have, like, probably eight doors worth of just craft singles, craft singles, craft singles. And what they do is you just build your own four-pack, mm-hmm. which is really cool because, like, you know, sometimes when you try something new or, like, something sounds intriguing... And then you drink one, and you're <laughs> no, like... Now you have three wasted beers that you don't want. Right. And then they sit in my communal fridge uh-huh. for X amount of years. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, that's really cool. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <coughs> so I asked her about it. I was like, what's the system here? Because like, I noticed at the counter, they had like those plastic tops yeah, that would carry like a four-pack. And there was just stacks and stacks and stacks of them. I'm like, okay, I see they're all singles back there. It's like, what's the system here? She's like, oh, oh, what you do? Like, you go and you, like, you, you, uh, you pick any four beers you want. You can, like, blow, like, we put it in the pack. And then, you know, you can, you can try a couple different. You get the ones you like. And I'm like, that's actually a really cool idea. She's like, I know, really good idea, isn't um, it? Yes. Wegmans so, actually does that, too. I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, Wegmans. Is that so a, you, you get the plastic box with the six, but they have a whole aisle, both sides of just singles. Oh, okay, because I, I actually yeah. work near Wegmans now. Like, go. I go to Wegmans. I go to Wegmans. I, I try, to, I try to avoid wagons because they just take all my money. <laughs> you go to the cheese area, and it's like, well, now I have to buy all this cheese. And you go to the meat area, and now all your money's gone. I won't lie. A few months ago, like I got, I got myself a raise, and like all of that has pretty much gone into my stomach. Like I've been eating like I've, I, I've, I've been eating like kings, uh-huh. like damn hell ass king. Mm-hmm. So I go back to this place today. I'm like, I will definitely be back. You know, I actually have a show that will definitely love this process, especially when there's only two of us here. Mm-hmm. And I go, I, I grab the four cans, and she goes, zip, 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 zip. That would be $23. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait a minute. That's, huh? Is this beer? Did I rebuy my freaking uh, engagement ring for Connie? <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, that's not good. So, it's like, uh, these gimmicky places, man, that's like, we have this, we like we have this restaurant chain in like one of the buildings I used to work in, the Craft Food Hall project, where mm-hmm. like they charge you by the ounce. Yeah. So like that. you're over there like pouring, pouring. It's, oh, this is great. You can pour your own draft beer, and then like you look at the card, it's like, oh, I just paid eleven dollars and fifty cents for that one beer for this twelve ounce cup. That's <laughs> yeah. all foam. Shit, I poured this like an asshole too, and I'm paying for every ounce. Mm-hmm. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Mm-hmm. But anyway, nice job, uh, Pontoon. Very well done. Very good. I might seek you guys out. We gotta get you out of that turnpike. Uh, oh, shit. Wow. Wow. You can cut that out. It's all edited. <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. I might leave it. Attaboy. Turnpike market, Bill Ricca. It's all how you feel. Thieves. We'll see, see if they, you know, your mood during the editing process. Yeah. 
You know what? Fuck him. So <laughs> uh, yeah, so Fives, Fives on the board. Uh, very good. The bomb very, very good. good. I, very good. I, apparently, I like white IPA. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, it's so racist. You brought that up. We won't keep you guys any longer. Thank you for joining. Thank you. Um, email feedback. Go find us on the uh, the Instagram, the the Facebooks, and Twitters. Um, and as long as we don't get bugged out, it should be there. <laughs> uh, keep posted for some. Uh, there might there might be some. I'm gonna I gotta talk to the fellow co-host. There might be some changes. I'll keep you guys posted, like where to find some stuff. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, what would be really helpful, like whatever you're listening to us on, whether it be the iTunes or Spotify or whatnot, if you have that review section right there, go ahead and like hit a review and be honest about it. If you want to give us one star out of five, give us one star. If you want to give us five stars out of five, give us five. But uh, those reviews are uh, very helpful for us and very helpful for uh, possible mm -hmm. future listeners. Absolutely. Other than that, we always appreciate you guys, and uh, hopefully uh, 2021 rocks. And uh, Open. All this stuff, as it gets released, we get to do fun reviews and tell you how much we love or hate it. And, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah, we'll go from there. Other than that, Marcus and Anthony, we're out. See you. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Six-Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email hmoa6pack at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.